Hey, today is Free Ride Friday, so make sure you hang on to the end of the episode to hear who won this week's free ride. Every Friday, we give away a lifetime membership to one of our courses. We're giving away Easy Course, our 30-day course on how to build your own online course. It retails for $500 over at easycourse.co, or you can win it for free. Just leave us an iTunes rating and review, and you enter our weekly random draw. Just listen on on Friday to see if you won. It's our way to say thanks for showing us love on iTunes. All right, let's jump into today's episode. to the $100 MBA show because if you're not learning, you're not growing. That's why we deliver daily 10-minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of the $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online. And in today's lesson, you'll learn when is the best time to send your email newsletters. Is Monday morning the best time to send emails to people on your email list? Maybe it's Thursday. Or what about Sunday? Many people wonder, when is the best time to send their email newsletter to improve their open and read rates? How do you catch your email newsletter subscribers at a time that they're ready to read? In today's episode, we discuss exactly how to find that out for your email newsletter, as well as what's worked for us and how we got to that point to find that out. So let's get into it. Let's get down to business. Support for today's show comes from Fizzle. Let's be honest, entrepreneurship can be lonely. When you're working hard, grinding away to make your business a reality, it can get mentally and emotionally draining. You're asking yourself things like, am I doing the right things? Is my product or business idea a good one? Does my website communicate the value I offer? I wish somebody could look over it. Get the support you need when you're starting and growing your business with Fizzle. Fizzle can help you earn a living doing something you love. They do this with training, tools, coaching, community, and their famous roadmap. It's great. How do I know? Well, I've been a Fizzler for over six years now. Join me and thousands of other entrepreneurs. Get a free 14-day trial and support the show by going to fizzle.co slash omar. Again, to get started with a 14-day free trial, Go to F-I-Z-Z-L-E dot C-O slash O-M-A-R. Your email newsletter is the way you keep in touch with your email list, your subscribers. It's how you let them know their latest and greatest in your business, latest blog posts, sales and promotions, invites to webinars, and even maybe a personal update on what's going on with you. Many of us send these newsletters every single week, and most of us the same day, same time every week. And we ask ourselves, is this the right time? Is this the right day? Are my open rates suffering because of the timing I'm sending these? Well, in today's lesson, I want to explain to you how to nail the best time and day for your newsletter. Here's the truth. It's going to be different for every single business because every business has a different demographic of audience, different market, different habits. At the end of the day, what you're trying to find out is when is the best time for most of my subscribers to read my emails? So there's no one size fit all, but the good news is there is a strategy. There's a way to find out what's best for you. And we did this ourselves to find out our best time to send our newsletter. And I'll explain a little bit more about this procedure and what happened in our business. A few years ago, I really started to wonder about this because uh, a friend of the show and a friend of mine, Justin Jackson, over at justinjackson.ca, his newsletter gets sent on Sunday mornings. I thought, Sunday morning? That's odd. 
the weekend. Most people send it uh, during the week because that's when people check email. But believe it or not, it worked for him and the kind of content he sends out. And it made us question, are we sending our newsletters out at the right time of the right day? So the first suggestion is to ask your audience. Now, it's really important that you craft the right question to ask. Many people will send a survey asking, what day should we send our newsletter? And that's not really what you're trying to find out because people are going to say, oh, send it to me on Monday. I'll see it at the top of uh, my day or the top of my inbox. And people are just assuming that that's what's going to happen. What you want to ask is, when do you read my newsletter? What day of the week do you actually read the newsletter? Because you really want them to read it. Okay, by getting this answer, you'll know when to send it because that's when they're primed to read. Now, I prefer to make the survey an open-ended question instead of some choices because you will get an honest answer. When you give people choices on a survey, they feel compelled to choose one of the choices rather than really think about when they read the actual newsletter. Now, this is going to cost you a bit of time to analyze this data because it's going to be a bit of a manual process, but it's going to be well worth it. And remember, not everybody on your email newsletter will reply and answer your survey. So you might have to spend an hour or two, or maybe somebody on your team or a VA, to analyze this data, analyze the answers, and put them in a spreadsheet for you but it's totally going to be worth it. The next is you're going to experiment. Experimentation is what we did and really worked. We used to send our newsletters on Tuesdays. Then we tried Thursdays. And now we do Fridays because Friday actually converts the best for our audience. Our open rates are the highest then. And for many business owners who we cater to, Friday is a slow day. They hit the iron while it's hot uh, on Mondays and they're uh, rolling during the week. And Friday is kind of when they wind down and start preparing for the weekend. So they have a chance to catch up on emails and take a look at what's going on in their inbox. But your audience can be totally different. And this is why you have to experiment. Now, I recommend that you actually experiment for each day at least three newsletters. So this means that, say, for example, you're going to experiment three different days. It's going to take you nine newsletters, nine weeks, to really find out when's the best day. And that's okay. You're going to learn through time. They're going to get their newsletter every week, but it's just going to be on a different day. Now, you want to actually acknowledge this in your newsletters and say, hey, you might notice that you're getting the newsletter this week on a different day. So when you're changing you know, the day every three weeks, you want to make this statement in your newsletter and say, hey, we're experimenting, trying to find out when's the best time to send this newsletter. We should be wrapped up with this experiment in a few weeks and you'll get it consistently on one day a week. There's nothing wrong with telling your audience what you're doing. At the end of the day, you're just trying to help them. This is value for them. You're actually providing the information when they want it. Once you experiment, you can look at the data inside your email marketing software, whether it's Infusionsoft, MailChimp, ConvertKit, ActiveCampaign, and look at the open rates of each campaign which day gets the best percentage. Now, remember the aggregate. So if you're doing three uh, newsletters for each day, so running that newsletter that day every week for three weeks, you might get uh, you know, a 20% open rate, a 25% open rate, and a 30% open rate, the average being 25%. And from there, you have real data. You know the real numbers of what works and what doesn't for your audience, rather than guessing and taking hunches based on quote-unquote intuition. Really, you're just guessing. You're just maybe, you know, taking 
a somewhat educated guess, but at the end of the day, it's still a guess. What I love about experiments is they give you numbers and the numbers don't lie. Guys, I got more on today's topic, but before that, let me give love to today's sponsor. Building online courses, memberships, and digital downloads is a great way to earn money by sharing your knowledge with others. But a lot of these tools out there are so complicated that it's a headache just to get started. Podia eliminates all the hassles. It handles your sales page, your email marketing, your payment processing, your content hosting, and delivery, all in one gorgeous designed package. It gets out of your way and makes it easy to create and sell. Best of all, unlike the competition, Podia takes zero, and we mean zero, transaction fees. So you actually keep what you earn. I love what Podia offers. The ease to sell your courses, your products, and your memberships while looking gorgeous. And it's super simple to get started. Their customer support, top-notch. And they believe in their products so much that they give you the first 30 days totally for free. There's no commitment and there's no credit card required. Just try it and if you love it, just hang on. If you don't, you don't pay a dime. So there's no excuses. It's never been easier to get started and make money from your passion. Join over 10,000 creators and start selling today with a 30-day free trial at Podia. Just go to podia.com slash MBA to get this offer. Again, go to podia.com slash MBA. That's podia, P-O-D-I-A dot com slash MBA. It's really important that you send your newsletters consistently. Uh, You don't miss a week uh, because it's the lifeline of you and your customer, It's how you stay in touch. Uh, This is very important, regardless if you're selling e-commerce or you're selling software, you're selling courses, you're selling uh, coaching, whatever it is, staying in touch with your audience is essential because if you don't stay in touch, it's really hard for you to really get a response from them, to get them engaged when you need them engaged, whether you're making an offer, you have a sale, you have a launch, or you need information like you're giving them a survey. It's no different than not being in touch with a friend for years and then asking them if they can help you move out of the blue. They'll be like, hey, we haven't spoken in a while. I don't know if we're that close of friends. Staying in touch allows you to build upon your relationship and for you to make an ask. So so experimenting on one of the best day is to send these newsletters is uh, really important because it's not about the sending, right? It's about the reading. If they don't read your newsletters, then it's like they never picked up the phone call, right? They never picked up the phone when you called. So you want to maximize the number of people that stay in touch with you. Thank you so much for listening to The 100 MBA Show. But today's episode's on over. It's Free Ride Friday. Let's see who won this week's free ride. And the winner is Kevin BZ. Kevin BZ says... Thanks, five stars. I listen to The $100 MBA Show as a part of my daily routine. I've learned more than I can imagine. Thank you, Omar. Well, thank you, Kevin, for that amazing review. Your mission is to email me over at omar at 100mba.net so I can hook you up with the lifetime membership to Easy Course, our 30-day course on how to build your own online course over at easycourse.co. Most pay $500, but you just won a free ride. Thank you for leaving us an iTunes rating and review. If you want to be like Kevin, just leave us an iTunes rating and review and you can win a free ride just like him. Just listen in on Friday to see if you won the weekly random draw. That simple. Our way to say thanks for showing us love on iTunes. Before I go, I want to leave you with this. One of the most tedious and difficult things about running a business is you have to experiment, which means you're going to fail. You're going to get it wrong more times than you get it right. Uh, to get to the right answer, to get to the right uh, equation or result, I should say, 
So you gotta get comfortable with maybe not getting the result you always wished for every single time. That's what experimenting does. It's really, you're finding out how not to do something by trial and error, by trying to figure things out in that process. So you gotta be okay with the error part, not just the trial part. The good news is that most people don't want to experiment. They don't want to go through the failure or the errors. And therefore, you'll have that competitive advantage because you're willing to do that. You're willing to, you know, kind of go through a few failed attempts to get to the best answer, the best way to do something for your business. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll check you in Monday's episode. I'll see you then. Take care.